This is the Cancer Radio Network. You're listening to the Colon Cancer Podcast. We're coming to you live from Tomorrow Can't Wait, the 2017 Colon Cancer Alliance Conference at the Intercontinental Hotel and Resort in Cleveland, Ohio. Here's the host of the podcast, Lee Silverstein. I'm joined by Scott Wilson. Scott is a stage four survivor. And uh, tell us, Scott, just real quickly, how you came to be diagnosed. Morning, Lee. Thanks for having me on the, uh, the, the podcast this morning. So I was diagnosed in September 2016. Uh, I think like many of us, I found a couple of blood spots uh, where we don't want them. Uh, but uh, my mother had died of colon cancer um, and she was 59. So I, I knew what to do and I was straight in for colonoscopy uh, and came round from the, the drug. And was to, we found a, la- a large mass, you'll need surgery. That was stage four cancer with uh, liver mets as it turned out. So 18, uh, uh, sorry, uh, 40 weeks of chemotherapy later, I was... Uh, diagnosed as NED, so a, a happy ending to be. It's quite quite a long chemotherapy journey. So. Congratulations! That's those are the letters we all want to hear. And uh, how long ago was this, Scott? The diagnosis of NED was only two months ago. And, and interestingly, in Scotland, where I'm from, NED actually means non-educated delinquent. So when, <laughs> so, so when I published the news of my illness and recovery on the same day. Uh, on Facebook, I got quite a lot of shocked, <laughs> surprised, uh, v- virtual looks, if you like, from friends and family in Scotland. <laughs> when we and how long ago were you initially diagnosed? So I was diagnosed uh, a, a year ago, so effectively September uh, 2016, and in fact uh, this week is a year to the week when I started my chemotherapy process. So how does it feel to be amongst? all of these people who share similar stories to you I'll, I'll be I'll be honest it was I was apprehensive coming here it's my first time um, you know I've come with my wife Yaoni who's now designated as my caregiver um, and I've been blown away just by the the atmosphere the sense of community that's here uh, everyone has just has um, everyone has a difficult story of course but everyone has a a lovely way of dealing with it and I've just found uh, many new friends and just a wonderful spirit. Content's been top class. I think some of the medical presentations that had have been very inspiring. Um, I tend to gravitate towards the almost the communication side, so Roma at the start and I thought Carmen last night really landed a message around normalization which I personally subscribe to very heavily. So. Yeah, it was very inspirational, very exciting. So your day job, you work for Miller Coors Brewing as the Director of Corporate Affairs, but you have another passion, and that's photography. Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. I've been a photographer now for 20 years, um, very much uh, focused on landscape photography in the UK. I was in the landscape photography year final uh, four times in the UK. And for those of you who are listening who are familiar with the drug Panatumumab, it kind of puts a bit of a cap on outdoor photography. So... What I found through my treatment is I had to find a new way of shooting and I sought refuge in the protective shade of my car and started shooting wildlife. So over the course of the nine months I built a wildlife portfolio and that became the book Through the Window which is uh, just launching this week in partnership with the Colon Cancer Alliance with all proceeds going to, going to the Alliance. So tell us more about this. So this is a, a book? Yeah, basically it's a, it's a book of photography that I've shot through the course of my treatment but it's sort of sprinkled with 
anecdotes of what it's like to, I suppose, overcome uh, treatment in order to, to get that job done. There's not really a negative thought in the book at all. It's all positive. But again, those of you that are familiar with neuropathy understand the sort of feeling of numbness and pins and needles. And I found that as I was trying to, say, press the shutter release on the camera, I couldn't feel it. It was, it was flush with the camera and I, I realised I was actually just pressing the corner of the camera. So I put a little paint dot on that shutter and that became like a, a, a braille dot for me and I could feel what I was doing. So it's little techniques that just allow you to keep shooting and, and, and overcome some of the chemotherapy challenges at the same time. How did undertaking this project kind of change your view of your disease and your experience? It, yeah, I think it was great therapy for me. So um, I've, from day one, tried to adopt a positive um, outlook and a positive uh, sort of recovery mindset, if you like. Uh, and, you know, I treated uh, chemotherapy just as an obstacle that I had to get over on the road to my recovery. <clears throat> and photography helped that. It just gave me a purpose, a passion, uh, and it became the platform through which I could start to give back to other people that were suffering uh, from the same disease and hopefully, more importantly, I think, prevent other people coming through the same challenges. So it was a very therapeutic um, <coughs> project for me, but hopefully one that actually gives some um, benefit to others who can avoid this disease. Sure. <coughs> how, how has this disease changed you? I think um, it's a great question, actually, and, and, and I think I've probably become more empathetic. So I, I wouldn't say I was a, a selfish person before, but in terms of just understanding other people's stories and other people's perspectives, wanting to understand what they've gone through in their lives, and then appreciating the challenges that people have overcome, I think that, that, that's been something I've grown uh, through, through the course of the last year. Uh, I think certainly <clears throat> appreciating life more, uh, suddenly normal feels like a, something I aspire to and just sort of being a, you know, a great dad, a great husband and spending time with my family is something that just feels even more precious than it did before. So, so those are special moments you want to capture. But I'd say that <coughs> higher sense of empathy is something that's really come through. Tell us a little bit about your family. So my wife, Ioni, is, is here. So many of you will have met her at this conference. So uh, she's from the Basque country, Bilbao, in Spain. So she's got the character to go uh, with that. And we have two lovely children, Andrew, who's 15, and Alba, who is 12. So. Okay. My oldest is Andrew, too. So yeah. we have another bond. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to share it's your story. I'm eager to hear your full presentation in the conference here. Uh, for those who aren't in attendance, how can people find your book yeah sure well it's actually on the colon cancer alliance website so if you go into ccalliance.org forward slash through the window and then you'll find the book from there perfect perfect so uh, many of you know that the colon cancer alliance announced their major exciting new rebranding last night and we're now the colorectal cancer alliance but at this point ccalliance.org will still take you to the website so don't worry about that but ccalliance.org forward slash through the window and you can take a look at Scott's book uh, make a purchase and know that the proceeds are going back to the colorectal cancer alliance mm -hmm. Scott uh, first and foremost I wish you continued clean scans and good health thank going you. forward Likewise. Uh, it's been a pleasure meeting thank you and mine's coming up in two weeks so uh, I appreciate that but uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you and your wife a little bit here in the conference and i wish you all the best you too lee thanks very much
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast, and thank you to our sponsor, H2ORS. The Colon Cancer Podcast is a proud sponsor of Genie's Blue Angels, providing financial support to those affected by colorectal cancer. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Notes from this episode can be found on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on our website, on iTunes, or on the Stitcher app for listeners using an Android device. If you or a loved one has a question about colon cancer, please visit the Colon Cancer Alliance website at www.ccalliance.org. Again, that's www.ccalliance.org. You can also email your questions to us at info at the colon cancer podcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Be well, everyone.